Blog Talk Radio. During the pandemic, my lifestyle drastically changed. My income came to a screeching halt. You have to understand, I'm a hustler. I'm a legit entrepreneur. I sell things. I come in contact with people all the time. I have to stay safe. I didn't have a choice but to trust the vaccine. And if you live the type of lifestyle that I live, you out here in these streets and you hustling, an entrepreneur like me, why not do it safely? So I want everybody to take this seriously. Take a shot at staying healthy. Get the vaccine. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific time, for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio. We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the word. Looking for something different? Looking for something fun? Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 10.30 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern, for Common Sense with the educated redneck, Dan Ellison. The show about everything and nothing at all. Please check out the Barefoot is Legal radio show right here on Saturdays, 1.30 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that is 10.30 a.m. to noon Pacific Time, as we show you all about your barefoot rights and living a barefoot lifestyle. And for more information about the 501c3 nonprofit Barefoot is Legal, please check out barefootislegal.org. Food waste is one of the most easily solvable problems, literally the low-hanging fruit of environmentalism. Pardon the pun, it's my job. About 20% 
of all produce never makes it off the farm. It's because they just look a little funny, a little weird, but when you cut into it, it's perfectly good food. It's just a total shame. It's totally good stuff. We buy ugly produce directly from farms that often would go to waste because supermarkets won't buy it because of how it looks, and we deliver it to people's doors. This isn't that ugly at all. Like, that's the most common first box, like, complaint we get. We change that. We educate people. We show them how amazing these fruits and vegetables are. Have food delivered to your house. Box of produce every week. And it's more affordable. At a very reasonable price. Cheaper than the grocery store. I spend a lot less time in grocery stores. It's an adventure every time that you open your box. High-quality produce. There's nothing wrong with the produce. And they taste exactly the same. It's not better. Save those fruits and vegetables that get wasted every year. And it's delivered to your door, like, but why wouldn't you do? Why wouldn't you do? Please go to our website, freedomizerradio.live, and sign up for Imperfect Foods today. Use our promo code and get money off your first order. Go ahead and get some organic and all-natural meats, dairy, snacks, breads, and non-GMO produce. Hello to all you something duckers out there. The CEO of Lysnicker demanded I shoot a holiday video. We need to promote everyone get their Lysnick boosters every week. All you nimwits and rubes just keep taking it. But Mr. G, Lobolus wants me to be nicer to you since this will be your last holiday season on Earth. By the way we now have the suicide pods available for rental. Before you enjoy your last breath in a suicide pod, we need you scalawags to get tested for COVID. You must be completely up to date on your vaccine passport. Absolutely no exceptions. When you step into the suicide pod, we do not want you to catch COVID. You must also wear at least five scams on your face, with a minimum of two of your scams being an N95. After you take a final breath on Earth, we will give you another COVID test. Both before and after your trip to the suicide pod, you will be required to go through the TSI naked body scan. We need to make sure we're not hiding any Ivermectin, Federal Reserve notes, or carbon inside your person. For all we know you could be a something ducker that likes to hide Nuremberg code inside your junk. We need to keep you comfortable and safe. Also please remember, when your person turns to ashes and dust, please do make sure you are still keeping with local social distancing guidelines. You must still keep your ashes six feet away from the previous customer. If you refuse to get in the suicide pod, we will take you to the local FEMA camp. That is all on have a holiday season. Hello Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer Radio and the Proof Negative radio show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the One World Government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitution or cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern.
6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative Show here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show right here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
right, hello again, everyone. Welcome back to another great night here on Freedomizer Radio. Of course, I'm your host, Proof Negative, the big kahuna here on Freedomizer. I want to thank everybody so much for finding us. Today is Tuesday, so we'll have Adrian joining us again after a little hiatus. And if you out there in Radio Land want to be a part of the show, the number here is 319-527-6208. And just press lucky number one on your phone, and we will make it a point to bring you into the show. So let's go ahead and bring Adrian in here. Adrian, welcome in. Hey, Prue. How have you been? Hello again. It's been a while since I've talked to you. Thanks for coming. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, at least you made some uh, some friends, and, uh, and yes. some of them some of them agreed to come on the show again. Yes, and we will likely be having a guest. Um, he couldn't join us tonight because he's traveling back to the UK, but he That's is right. a lobbyist and he will be joining us from, I believe it's London sometime soon. You said he's a lobbyist? Yes, he is a lobbyist. He's worked on some international campaigns. Uh, whenever we bring him in, he'll be able to talk about what all he's okay. done. Uh, I talked to him a little Got bit it. and he's from London. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. It'll be like three in the morning for him, but that that's cool. Yeah, he said that he would love to be on the show. Okay. Well I'm not gonna argue with that. Other than that, what have you been working on? What uh talk to us. Yeah, well I was in the middle of a move and uh I was kinda traveling states and then I was in the D.C. area for the past about, I guess, since mid-October, about two weeks, and I attended some trainings there. My uh, favorite one was probably the, probably one of my favorites was the one that I attended on international coalition building um and some fundraising training so are you still living in florida or no yes florida is my home i am visiting uh some people some family so i'm still out of state out of florida but um yes florida is my home i can't be very long without the beach or the palm trees um And I can't go outside in under 60-degree weather without my winter coat. Oh. Yeah, I still have my New York blood. So when it's 60 degrees out here, people are freezing, and I still got my my shorts on and stuff. Oh, yeah. You guys have pretty warm weather over there, too. It's dry heat. Well, it did it did snow pretty good last year, though. Not not like in terms of like two feet of snow or anything, but it snowed a few times. When I was in the hospital last year, it was just the strangest thing seeing all the snow on the mountains and stuff. Was it like a couple? It, yeah, it wasn't a lot, but it did stick. 
I actually was not aware until recently that it snowed over there. I just kind of thought it was warm over there, like, year-round pretty much. Yeah, it's not Hawaii. So when you were at your uh, when you were at your event, was there any particular <laughs> subjects that kept coming up? Yes, um, there were like as in political subjects or just things that we uh, were taught. Or do you mean like political subjects or things that we were taught? Uh, anything that that kept coming up subject wise so what what's the hot what's the hot buzz on the street um so there was a lot of different things that were covered um you know most people they're just tired of uh they're tired of the accusations like we talked about on here like being called racist uh mm-hmm. you know and just the less like the radicalization of the left and uh, some people talked about abortion laws in their state uh, that I wasn't really aware of. I learned a bit about Minnesota politics, which, you know, personally Minnesota is one of those states that, you know, I just don't hear about it a lot. And I, sometimes I forget that it's even a state. I'm like, what do they do over there? You know, but learned a little bit about the state of Minnesota. Um, There were, some international like guests that are involved with the conservative movement or they have libertarian views and uh you know um that was really interesting i think that was probably my favorite part was meeting the people that were international students because you know i mean it's just i like to hear their views what's going on in their countries and really people that come over here from other countries to learn about America, you know, American politics, like, and be trained to go back to their country and implement um, certain tactics and strategies uh, to help expand their causes. They uh, appreciate, like, they have a different view of what freedom is in the United States, you know? I'm just wondering how uh, how many of those people you talked to said that that they're pro Hamas, because I never expected I, I'd see in my life here that all these people in colleges are like f Israel and stuff. Uh, I don't know. Necess- I've not seen anybody saying they're pro Hamas, but I do know that. I do have quite a friend, like, bit of friends that they are, um, I mean, they are not in support of either. Um, and now, I, I'm, I I'm mainly, Adrian, I'm on the side of no war. So whatever side that puts me on, I, I'm not against, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not in favor of, uh, of there being a war one way or the other. The way I see it, Adrian, it's it's about governments. The the people that live on random Main Street, whether it's Iran, North Korea, China, Israel, it doesn't matter the country. Yeah. 
it's not their fault. They were born there and, and they never moved. Some yeah, of them are I, you're, you're not allowed to leave the country. So uh, you can't blame the people. It, it's never the people. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That I don't think that the people that I, – I don't – I would be astonished to see people – I guess they must be drastically uneducated if they are pro-Hamas and then touting that. I mean, I haven't seen that yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe I will see that. But, I mean, I don't think that the people that are necessarily, like, pro-Palestine or pro-Hamas, and that was something I didn't agree with at some of the – events that I was at last week is people automatically assuming that, you know, just because certain people are pro-Palestine that they are pro-Hamas, you know. Uh, I'm very skeptical of any terrorist groups that uh, start disrupting and attacking these countries. I kind of look at it in a sense like how we have these random shootings over here in the United States, and there's always like a political agenda behind them, you know. Well, it would be the same if, if Israel's government just decided to randomly invade Iran. No, nobody expected that. No, there, there was really no need for it. But in my opinion, my personal opinion is that Barry Satoro and, and Brandon, they've given uh, – Brandon has signed off on $9 billion in the last 60 days going to Iran. So I don't know what groups they're funding. Once again, it's never the people. So I'm on both sides as long as it's the people and I'm, I'm against war. I'm, I'm, a, I'm against government for the most part. So uh, I don't want Netanyahu. I don't want uh, the Ayatollahs. We, we just need to get rid of globalism and, and this, this war that is being instigated, in my opinion, is supposed to uh, deliver some kind of weird attack so the whole world will get behind big government. Because big government right now is failing uh, spectacularly. Nobody trusts big government anymore anywhere. So they have to create something now in order to get people on their side. And this is what I see. Oh, yeah, I totally agree with you on that for sure. Yeah, they, they want us divided. And, you know, like, it's just, it's just like, like how, how much more of our tax dollars is going to go to killing people and, you know, much less like children. It's like I saw a quote the other day and I shared it on my Facebook page because I thought it was such a good quote. The children are always ours, every single one of them all over the globe. And I'm beginning to suspect that whoever is incapable of recognizing this may be incapable of morality. Right. So is uh, Palestine and Hamas, they're not exactly joined at the hip, but Hamas does get money from Iran, and I think we've already established that Palestinians are generally the people that live there, and they're just yes. normal, everyday people that that might own a, re- a small restaurant or they they do some small task to to 
to live their lives and they don't want war. So I I, I don't know how, how much to say that I'm I'm pro peace and I'm against any anyone killing anybody just because of whatever they believe in. I just wish everybody would get together and decide that they want to go after globalists. Then, then I would authorize that war. If we officially really, had the ninety-nine percent versus the one percent, I, I would, uh, I'd be hip to that. That most people in the world, at least the United States, most people don't understand that this is a war of the ninety-nine versus the one percent. They they think of it as just Iran versus Israel or Russia versus Ukraine. It, it has nothing to do with that. That that's just the vehicle they put on the on the smellovision screen so you could choose a side. Yeah, it, I, I yeah the same thing for Ukraine. You know what you said the that the people in Palestine. You know they don't want war. And you know you know from what I understand. And what's been shared with me, you know, I, I have a, I have a friend, and he's got some family over there in Palestine, and mm-hmm. like it seems kind of like they're unable to go in or come out. Um, I, I can't confirm that. I would actually love to go over there myself uh, and do like some investigative journalism. I know some news reporters. I know some news reporters are doing that. And I think that, and I hope that they don't, you know, skew anything to one side too far, but I think that would be very interesting. Mm -hmm. No, I I think we can agree that Hezbollah and Hamas and Taliban and ISIS, those are all things that we don't need, but the Palestinian people are just like everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. Does that mean I'm I'm anti-Israel? Not at all. I'm on the side of of not having wars fought so that we can lose millions in the world for population because their COVID scare didn't work, and they have to fund a, a global war so that they can get their clout back. That's all this is. Big government is failing among all the Western nations. What was that most recent event that people were talking about until this happened? I saw Hawaii? it the other day. You're talking about Hawaii? Yes. Yes, that is it. Yes, that's what I was thinking about. Everybody just forgot about Hawaii and those strange fires and people just. Yeah, I'm just like Preppers Farm up in here. I never forget. I always remember. <laughs> No, that was very strange, and I think that we'll be seeing a lot more of those mysterious fires and extreme flooding, you know. But uh, the longer this goes on, um, I, I see that Michael Robinson Obama does not want the job of president. If if that particular pronoun wanted the job, they they would have it. But uh, allegedly behind the scenes, 
that pronoun does not want to be seen with, with Barry Satoro and would like a divorce. It's just that they're too public. Maybe maybe Big Mike wants to come out as a as the real person and not and not have to, to, to be slashing on the Ellen show like they did that one time. <laughs> yeah, my friend for a long time she's thought that we'll have to bring her on the show. She's thought that uh Michelle Obama was, you know, a man and she thought that Taylor Swift is you know, a male, but, you know, I, I don't know. I'd never heard about Taylor Swift from anybody else, but she's pretty convinced. Well, there are some people there. There's a lot of people that, that are convinced. I mean, I was being told that now in the state of Minnesota, and, you know, I haven't looked at the laws yet. I've just got settled in yesterday evening um, from all the traveling and, trainings and long days, but I was told that in Minnesota, it is now okay for a teacher, a stranger, basically any adult to accompany a a child that is 14 to, uh, to get an abortion. And I am fairly certain they said a sex, like a sex change as well. I'll have to look at my notes, but just, mind-blowing that that is allowed oh i didn't see that over the past three days i was somebody shared with me what uh what mutton is i had no idea what that was you said mutton Uh, yes not as in the meat uh so just so I don't know what it is. Is it me? I'm going to be really honest with you. But what the version of the word mutton that I was shown was uh, like at a rodeo, they have the kids like hold on to sheep and just like whichever child can hold on the longest wins the contest. And that was very wow. new to me. Um, yeah, not political, just something fun. But I was... Uh, it's a whole other world over there <laughs> that I was like kind of let into the past couple of days. So I'm I'm loosely uh, following the the baseball game today, just so you know. Oh, while we're on the show. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like watching. I don't have a smell-o-vision, so I just checked out MLB.com. That's all. It's Game Seven, and the winner goes to the World Series. And because I, I dabble in the baseball card market, it's always good for me to to know what I can expect for for stuff to go up in value. I'm not really super big on sports. Uh, occasionally, you know, if it's on, I'll watch a little bit of, like, women's MMA. Um, yeah, I'm not, not so a diver. Guy. I If I yeah. had to pick a sport, it would probably be baseball and hockey might be second. But I, I did go I, – I, uh, I sometimes do – 
sports collectible shows and I set up as a dealer. Uh, and uh, I sometimes do shows in Phoenix. So I'd like to see the Phoenix team go to the World Series because that means stuff will be, stuff will be a lot easier to sell and for more money. I would name teams for you, but uh, I, I don't think you would know or even care. I definitely would not know them. So, I don't know a lot of uh, sports teams. I don't know a lot of uh, actors, you know, people, or movies. Like, I guess, I guess I probably need to get. I probably, and I have had this inner conversation with myself. I need to get more quote cultured <laughs> in American. Uh, Cinema, like film production, like early films. I oh, did. Oh, I'm my I'm the worst at movies. Uh, let's see. What was? Uh, I think I've seen three movies so far this century. Maybe four. This, if I'm including the century, I saw I saw two in the 2010s. I haven't seen a movie yet this decade. Oh, I was shown the trailer proof for the movie Red Dawn. Have you seen that one? No. It's supposed to be really good. It's like an apocalyptic, like apocalyptic type of feel. I got a little tongue tied there, <laughs> trying to say yeah. that word. Uh, and uh, I actually really do want to watch that movie. The trailer was so good. I, I think it came out more than three years ago. But Red Dawn looks like a really good movie. I can't name you it's one like, current actor or actress. Uh, I, I I don't know them. But I, I'm not into watching propaganda, so it's okay. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we shut our cable off two years ago when my wife's father passed because he would sit in the room and watch it all day, and we bought it for him. And then once he left, once he deceased, we we both, neither of us had a use for it. Yeah, neither one of you guys really watch TV. Not at all. I think The Simpsons and Family Guy are still on, but I can't name you. Well, I know Bob's Burgers is like the last new show that I know about, and that's not new. Uh, I can't name you any sitcom that started in the 2020s. Yeah, Bob's Burgers. I've seen like a little bit of it. It was pretty funny. Um, the one more teen that my I, it makes me laugh so hard every time. I actually completely forgot about it until you brought up the show. The part where Tina, the one episode where Tina is, uh, she's trying to learn how to drive the car. So funny. It's just different. I, I don't know if I liked Bob's Burgers. It, it's just a different approach to, to cartooning. Yeah, I don't hate it, but I don't watch it, like, all the time. Yeah, yeah when uh, when Disney bought Fox, I... I, I I cut off the Simpsons and Family Guy right there. Oh, what was that? 
when Disney bought Fox, I, I stopped watching all the the Simpsons and Family Guy and all that stuff. Oh, I didn't know that that happened. Yeah, Disney owns Fox, so that that that's what's up. Yeah, I hadn't heard anything about that. But don't worry, the Disney, Fox, nobody is banging on the door trying to buy the rights for Broccoli Man. <laughs> what would you do if they did? I I don't even have to think about it because it's not that it's not that popular yet. Do you have an episode of Broccoli Man for us tonight? Of course I do. How long does it take you to make like to make them? Uh, maybe about three or four hours. Okay. I've only missed two episodes this year. I was on vacation once uh, to Phoenix, actually, and then the other one was uh, when I was in the hospital, I missed an episode. Other than that, I've made an episode every week this year. Nice. Yeah, that takes a lot of uh, creativity. Yeah, I don't know how interested you are in these. I, I I make them as show promos, so I do try to play them every show. No, yeah, I think it's funny. Broccoli Man, it's different. And it, it's like, a, you know, don't hear of superheroes named after vegetables that talk about anti-state subjects. Child trafficking. Yeah. All right. So I guess you're you're ready. Yeah, whenever you're we ready. We could probably play last week's too. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll look and see which one of the last two is the one worth uh, checking out. Well, we'll do a double dose today because you're back. Oh yeah, you yeah you were out last week as well. All right, so if you're ready. Okay, I'm ready whenever you are. All right, so this one, the wiretap attempts to round up non-Democrats, which they announced on day one of Brandon taking over the presidency. You had James Clapper on on the smell vision saying that they're going to round up whoever didn't support Brandon, including libertarians. That was a direct quote. It's on. It's still on YouTube, actually. All right, so let's go ahead and play this one here. So I'll count it down. Three, two, one, action. Another day of work. Someone has to clean up these streets of human smuggling. Hold it right there, green dude. You ain't arresting no one no way, sir. The only person getting arrested today is you. You will hereby listen to all the words as coming out of my vocal cords today, green dude. This is getting boring and old wiretap. 
We found a liberal judge that has agreed to charge you the maximum penalty. He graduated from Harvard and accepted cash payments from the Democrat Party. We found our Huckleberry, sir. This judge said he straight up hates Trump supporters. I don't think that is very legal. We have breaking news, sir. It does not matter if you think it is legal or not. All that matters is that we are going to round up all you Trump supporters before the 2024 election so we can secure a win for the Democrat Party. How in the world will you be doing this? The United States is already funding war in Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. Don't you worry about the money, sir. Even Janet Yellen said we have the right to print as much money as we need to fund as many wars as we want. The United States taxpayer will pay for it all. I don't think they are interested. Don't you worry about that, sir. Anyone who is against paying their fair share will be joining you in those FEMA camps that do not exist. This means that only Democrat voters will be easy left to vote for the Democrat president. Because them something luckers will know ahead of time if they are caught voting for Trump. They will also go to that FEMA camp that absolutely positive does not exist. So, you will arrest about two-thirds of the population. Then who is left to fight the war? We will be as having a draft, sir. But all you will have are Democrats who have never held a gun and believe guns are illegal. That is correct, sir. So you will only have trans people in the military? For the most part, yes sir that is correct. But the US military signed into law that if you are a trans person, you will never ever have to report for duty in any way. Once again correct sir. Your point. Then how are you going to win a world war against every country with no military? A green dude, we do not expect to win. We expect all those something luck heirs to die, sir. It is the job to hand the keys to filthy United States over to China so China can control a new world order. We need a one world government. Why do you globalists like Democrat voters so much? Very simple, sir. You remember George Floyd, right? He was a black Democrat icon. He was a drug addict that died of fentanyl overdose. Not according to Democrats. He is now so beloved that we totally changed the narrative, sir. I don't understand. Of course you will not understand, sir. You have an IQ with higher than a trained seal. George Floyd is now a political icon for the Democrat Party. George Floyd was poor, black not working, and was being oppressed by the polices. He had a very low IQ and had a lengthy drug record and prison sheet. He represents the exact voting demographic we need to get to a presidential candidate in charge so we can have our communism up in this bias niche. Why else do you think all the people that still wear scams on their face all vote Democrat? They have accepted Democrat communism as a way of life. Anyone who is wearing a scam today will 100% line up to get a microchip when they are told to. I don't think taking advantage of people is a strength of a good nation. We do not want a good nation, sir. We want a one world order, sir. It is not about being good. It is not about being strong. 
It is about easing compliance so we can have a one-world government in process over the next several years. And all we have to do is blame the Jews so all you lemmings will pick a side and start a fresh race war. Ain't it funky, brother? I am not for a one-world government. I am for a one-world government, sir, which is why you are being arrested. One charge of being a Trump supporter, one count of being a bias Mitch, and of course one charge of not putting a bloody scam on that face. Of course we can bring this to a lesser charge if you do wish to accept the Lysnecker Freedom Microchip. If you can help us with a series of adverts on the tube we can possibly knock this charge down quite a bit. We only have use for you if you vote for Brandon, the Kuskler, or Michael Robinson or Obama. Michael Robinson or Obama is a very nice lady. The way they sloshed on the Ellen show is the hottest thing I has even seen on a smell vision. That's gonna be a no for me dog. No means no. That's finna be is a yes for me dog. Yes means yes. We will need you to first say hibby hibby insert my chippy. This will give us direct evidence that you have accepted the mark of the beast. It will be the size of a grain of rice being inserted into your arm. If you can do this at the local drag queen storytime show, it will give G-Lobalus an even better social credit score. It will also mean that we shall give you better bugs to eat when Klaus Schwab males use bugs. Remember in the New World Order you will eat as bugs, and owns nothing. I don't think that is going to work. I think that is going to work. Hey everyone. Now you all know the truth about why they are going to treat non-democrat voters just like how Germany treated the Jews in 1940. Educate yourself. Stop voting for communists. Check out the Proof Negative radio show. He is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news you need to know about. Please go to freedomizerradio.com and click listen live. Also check the schedule for all the other great shows on the network. Freedomizerradio.com I would recommend not doing any such thing. You must not listen to any radio show that we have not sanctioned personally. You getting educated ruins a crime syndicate. You need to quit beating a whack MC sir. Well, that is exactly the point. I hate the new world order and will never comply. I also tell everyone to even check out idnotcomply.org. Well how about you look me in the kumquats and say that again right to my ice cream cone. And I will not say hibby hibby anything ever in my life. Excuse me sir, that is hibby hibby insert my chippy. Once you say it, we will have evidence in a court of law that you agreed sir. How about no I will never. Let's get physical green dude, physical. I wanna get physical. Let's get into physical. Let me hear your body talk. Body talk. That was whack. You know what else is whack sir. You still having your garments on your person. I need those dungarees that blouse, and your underoos right here next to my person so I can inspect your ice cream cone and your kumquats for any gas-powered engines inside your junk. Then I need to get the giant Q-tips from the American Gladiator show so I can get an anal swab of your own sir. We do not want you to give anyone COVID while you are inside the local FEMA camp.
that which we already is stable, is that FEMA camps have never ever existed and are not being planned to ever exist. If you believe there are FEMA camps, then we have to ryan you up and take you directly to the FEMA camp. Alright, that's, that's an episode. He called him Green Dude. Yeah, that's he's always called him Green Dude since day one. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll play a couple more. That's fine. All right, let me show you this one. We'll get you up to speed here on on all your broccoli mans. Comments are welcome on Rumble if you're watching it. Please drop a comment because not many people comment. All right, so let me know when you're ready for this one. All right, I'm ready whenever you're ready. All right. All right, so this one is Mike and Malik confront independent voters. All right, so three, two, one, action. see Robert F. Kennedy talk today? He is speaking at Capitol Center at 7 tonight. Yeah, I am looking forward to it. I can't vote for Brandon again. I can't decide between Robert Kennedy or Trump. I like them both. I am so over this Ukraine war. If we vote for the Democrat Party, then we probably finna be drafted into a world war. I am tired of schools allowing men in our women's restrooms. One dude waved his ice cream cone and his kumquats at me. I told security and the dean told me if I tell on anyone ever again I will be kicked out of college. Are you racists? How dare you not vote for Brandon in the election? Yeah, dog. You ain't woke. You need to get out of me school. You Republicans are not welcome here. Excuse me? Were we talking to you? I'm liberal. So it is all my business when you do not vote the same as us. Why do racists hate black people so much? What are you talking about? Don't you see we are black? Why are you lying to us? You stopped being black when you said you do not support Brandon. Yeah, you don't remember in 2020 when Brandon told Charlemagne the God that if you don't know if you should vote for me or not you ain't black. Dude, my skin eye in color does not change ever. My mother is from Kenya and my father's grandparents are from Nigeria. My grandma is from Ethiopia. You are no longer black like us. You serious right now, my man? We all can see you. You as white as Tom Brady. We all can see you and you ain't black. You need to shut up that mouth and put a scam on that face right now. You are just upset that my birthing partner is trying to get me pregnant. You know you are a dude. Right? You something no cares. We're both trans. 
How dare you both discriminate and hate on us because we are trans? I'm Beezus a Trans-Optional. It is homophobic to not be as gay, lesbian, or trans. And I'm a travesty. We both get stipends for being trans. My birthing partner gets one for being black. So if you is black then why ain't you getting a stipend for being black? Huh? It's none of yours business. Why you ain't ever come with us to protest capitalism by superbluing a bullsack to the ground at places? That's right. Give me communism or give me death. We ain't communists, bro. We don't want to go to war and you can keep you high gas prices. And I want a good future and have a great job with kids. Besides, Brandon is way too old and we are giving all our tax money over to the Ukraine and we are funding Iran to bomb Israel. No way, dog. You're messed up in the head. I can't wait to be drafted in a war and kill Republicans. Didn't you see the Newsweek article that said that anyone who did not vote for Brandon in 2020 is a domestic terrorist? You mag Republicans are way too extreme. You said you've been out, kids. We don't do this anymore. It is loving and liberal to have abortions. What exactly is so extreme about not voting for a Democrat? You don't support New World Order policies. We are supposed to eat Z-Bugs and don't see nothing. I ain't eating no bugs. That's why all yours will be rounded up and taken to a FEMA camp. But FEMA camps do not exist. So how can you take us to a concentration camp if the camps do not exist? If you think FEMA camps exist, then that means you're a domestic terrorist and need to go to the FEMA camp. How come we ain't never seen you read a book at Drag Queen Storytime? We are not sick in the head and try to touch the kids. That tears it. How dare you not support us showing our junks to the kids? Yeah, we do it for the kids. We are loving and liberal. If you tell us you're black and you need to get re-educated, you should be kicked off of social media for misinformation. So you need to take this outside or something? Yes we do. We want you to come with us to Drag Queen Story Time and then tell people how important it is to vote for Brandon in 2024. If you're a true Democrat, you would believe in the right for us trans peoples to show our junks to the children. You need to stop beating Republicans little by such. If you think she beats black then stop being a traitor to your race. Vote Democrat. Aren't you guys the ones that are traitors? You are all up in my call-aid telling me how great communism is. You want to get pregnant so you can have an abortion, and that you are even black. Even though you are clearly having white skin. Those are things only Joe Rogan or Elon Musk followers would say. That proves you are racists and transphobes. Look, we just want to go see Robert Kennedy speak. We don't need you or any other communist telling what to do. You all can go be a Karen someplace else. We are more hardcore than parents. We are liberals. That's right. If you don't listen to us, we will make your life miserable. You won't do what we say or else. Come on, Mike. Let's go to the Michael Robinson Obama rally. That's right. Michael Robinson Obama is a very nice lady. Mission failed. We'll get him next time. I don't have any more time to talk trash to people that hate us for these trans. They clearly don't know how to treat us black peoples.
Your thoughts? Did I put you to sleep? Oh, no, I'm back. Sorry, I had to take it off mute. Oh, just say it couldn't have yeah, been that bad. I think, the, I think the, the first one was my favorite. The first one about, okay. uh, yeah, that, yeah, that, uh, one that was my favorite would be the first one. All right. All right, we'll get this third one out of the way. It's going to be a quiet night tonight, so it's fine. So this one is Palestine featuring liberal person. I did this one last week. Okay, whenever you're ready, I'm ready. All right, so three, two, one, action. Hey, broccoli person, I hate you so much. Why can't you go die in the Gaza Strip? Hey now. Just because I do not like your politics does not mean I can go around wishing death on you. That is right. Because I am loving and liberal, I love everyone that agrees with me. If you do not agree with me, you be as a Nazi. I don't know what your problem is. My problem is Trump's supporters. And people from Israel. Everyone who is one of those is a Nazi that needs to be brought to death. You do realize that Adolf Hitler was the head of the National Socialist Party and they acted against Israel, right? That is correct. But Nazis were Republican and always are. Especially Libertarians. You do realize that Democrats are the only ones that are for big government. I am against big globalist government. And that is why you are a something bugger. I even went to the gays, lesbians and trans people for Palestine and Islam. Maybe you do not understand. Palestine and Islam are against gay, lesbians, and trans people. They kill everyone who is not under their religion. That does not affect me. I am against Trump. Everyone on the TV even agrees if you hate Trump, you stand against Israel. Even Black Lives Matter is against Israel. Sorry I do not understand. Whatever Trump is for, then I am against. Trump supports Israel so I am supporting Palestine because I am loving and liberal. But their goal is to kill you. But it's more important to stop Trump because Trump is a Nazi. He is against freedom. Isn't a group of people trying to kill you is more important than who is president? Even Brandon said that climate change and MAGA extremists are more of a threat than nuclear war or any foreign war. That makes no sense. How is a Trump supporter a bigger threat than someone right now they are going to kill Americans? That's because you are the something ducker of the year. You believe in the Constitution. But that is the law of the land. Of course we believe in it because it is the laws of our country. And that is exactly why you need to be put in a FEMA camp. Even though FEMA camps do not exist. Nazis like you need to be re-educated and euthanized. Just like they did in Germany in 1940. Even Mrs. Clinton says we need to do that because you are the biggest threat to the world. 
Please do tell me how the Earth's temperature rising 1% over the next 100 years is more of a threat than the Hamas people sneaking in through the Mexico border. You fool. Do you not know that the Mexico border is the most safest it has ever been? That border has been proven by branding and mainstream media to be closed. If the border is so closed, then why are parks being converted to shelters for illegals? Why do the kids in Chicago have to give up their football fields and people in nursing homes are kicked out so military-age single men from any country can live there? And they get paid to be here illegally. Well at least they do not support Trump. They will all vote for Brandon. Or Michael Robinson Obama. Michael Robinson Obama is a nice lady. So you believe illegals from the Middle East, prisons from Venezuela, and even soldiers from China, can come across the US border illegally and it is a great idea to give our land to them and plus give them $3,000 each a month to live here? Look you business, you need to stop calling them illegals. They are clearly undocumented friends of Americans, at least they will not vote for Trump. That is the worstest thing you can do as an American. You need to be placed in camps like the Zriles in Germany. So now you are admitting you are a Nazi? Because that's exactly what people with your thinking did to the Jews in 1940. We do not care. But this time it is different. You something that cares support Trump. Didn't Hamas just lop off the heads of babies in the hospital? Why is it okay to kill the kids? They did not do anything wrong. If they killed any kids, that does not affect me. I do not have any children. Besides they should have had abortions instead of letting them die in a hospital. More children is the main cause of global warming. But wouldn't a nuclear war be even worse for the atmosphere? Even Bill Gates agrees that we need to get rid of trees because they use too much carbon. You Trump supporters are crazy in the head for thinking that we need trees. Nuclear war is great as long as it removes everyone who is not a Democrat because we need to remove Nazis. You can't be serious. Did you not learn in elementary school that trees eat carbon and in return produce more clean air for us to breathe? The more trees we have, the better air we will have. You are a piece of human excrement and a liar. That's why you need to go to a FEMA camp and get re-educated. You are so stupid that you do refuse to believe that two men can now have a baby. All I know is you support socialism. You like the Democrat Party and gave money to Bernie Sanders. That makes you a socialist. That is right. And you are for socializing and nationalizing all the small businesses in America. Yes, that is correct. Then you are a national socialist. Yes, so what? Adolf Hitler was a national socialist. He was against giving everyone their freedom and blamed another religion just so they can create world chaos and war. This was meant to hide the crazy amount of debt the nation racked up and to eliminate as many people on the earth who did not fit Hitler's criteria for who was worthy to live. National socialists were also called Nazis. Hey everyone. I hope we can learn from the history from over 80 years ago and not repeat it. Please check out the Proof Negative radio show. He is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Proof has on a lot of great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news you need to know about.
get educated. Check out freedomizeradio.com. I will never check out the proof negative radio show. I am too loving and liberal. Whoever does not support Hamas or Palestine needs to get re-educated and go to a FEMA camp. That definitely does not exist. All right, uh, that was uh, the other episode. Uh, I'm guessing. I'm guessing you probably didn't care for that one too much. Uh, I uh, the parts about like the National Socialist part, uh, I did like that part i think it's very important to i don't think that i don't think that a lot of socialists really understand that you know like hiller did identify as a national socialist and then they're you know calling people nazis but it's like the not the nazis were national socialists so that was pretty funny um to me that part Oh, I've heard that before, though, from liberals, that they they outright believe that national socialists were not socialists, they were Republicans. Wow. I've not heard that one, but uh, that's very interesting. No, I haven't heard that one. And then also another point that it made that, you know, I think that needs to be kind of brought to attention. And, you know, I have all kinds of friends. Uh, I love making international friends, and I like other cultures I like diversity a lot and uh, I do think it's very important to understand within the LGBTQ whatever else letters they've added since then that um, in certain cultures it is like they would die over there in certain countries like I feel like they need to really understand that that even in some countries in Africa, I mean, like, look at what Uganda's done with the law there. Like, you know, like, I think in the least in some of these countries, what they would experience with the way that their lifestyle is, their beliefs, they would be thrown in jail at the least and killed at the most, you know. Um, right. That is common in those countries. And I think that it is very important for people that are – you know, you, you know, it's, I just think there's a lot of lack of, a, like, information, like, true education within certain, you know, echo chambers like the LGBT community, LGBTQ community, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just think that they don't understand that and that liberals that support that lifestyle, that advocate very, that, you know, the diehard, you know, white liberals that support that and start screaming about it. Um, they don't, they don't really understand that. And I don't, I don't exactly understand why or how they could not understand that. The thing is though, is that it's more important to hate Trump than anything else. And that that's why, because if Trump says something, then they have to do the opposite. Yeah, it's just outrage culture, you know. Uh, like, I, I just, I just think it's so important for neutral people, not neutral, but people that don't identify as a leftist or as a super hard Republican or even as a libertarian, you know, um, 
I just think it's really important to draw attention to the fact that outrage culture is extremely common and we're seeing it every day, every trend. That is what it goes back to is they want us outraged, high emotions, unable to have conversations or really acknowledge logic or reality for what it actually is. Yeah, but if, if COVID taught you anything, remember there's there's areas in the in the world where they wanted to arrest people because they looked at a sunset. Yeah. No, it definitely so, brought out people's fears and extremism. Well, it empowered people to be extreme, and, and you got to follow the government narrative, or or you're useless. Yeah, some of these some some people are capable of having a conversation, but like some of these people are like sick, and like it's kind of I don't really know what can be done about about their radical beliefs. I mean, not everybody can have a conversation and is capable of reason or understanding that fear makes people act, you know, act extremely irrational and. You know, I just wonder if people are still getting, like, boosters. Well, it came out, what, last week that Pfizer said only 2% of the population has has gotten their last booster, and and they've already exhausted their efforts. They're, they're not, they're not going to get anyone else to get this. Good. I'm glad to hear that. You know, I actually... You know, sometimes when I'm traveling proof, I, I, I uh, even though I can get my plane ticket covered, I, uh, sometimes I like to take the bus, you know. Uh, so that is what I did recently, and I'd like to share a little bit about, you know, I had a pretty cool, that was probably the coolest bus ride I've ever been on. It was literally like a, like a 12-hour field trip. Um, oh. I actually heard an, oh, an older man on the bus. Oh, I've been take a Greyhound. I won't do that again. <laughs> I've had my bad experiences, but, you know, I just felt like, I mean, I believe in God, and I felt like he was like, we're taking the bus, and I was like, are you sure? We got to, and I took a 3.40 a.m. bus, too, out of D.C., and uh, I was like, you're sure we're taking the bus? Like, and I tried to change my ticket uh, earlier that day, and there were no more left, and I was like, all right, so, but it was a great experience, actually, only, like, one hour of a delay once I got into, uh, the, a different city after leaving D.C., but I met some really cool people, like, extremely cool people. Like, we had a full bus leaving out. Uh, those bus drivers, you could tell they really genuinely cared about their passengers. They were checking everybody's tickets to make sure they were in the right spot. They had good attitudes and really had an interesting experience before we even pulled out. One of the bus drivers, you know, a passenger brought their dog on the bus, and there was this young girl on there, and she said, the bus driver she said she was really surprised and I've never seen a dog on a greyhound before but you know I didn't mind and the dog had a muzzle and it didn't misbehave on the trip or anything but there is a young girl she was very surprised to see a dog on the bus and she goes to the bus driver she was like hey big man it's a dog up on this bus right now and he was like yeah so what and then she was like you know, like, people have allergies, sinuses, and she was, like, COVID. Like, she just kept saying all kinds of stuff. And then the bus driver said, one of the bus drivers said, 
COVID was not real. And she was like, what? And he was like, yep, COVID was not real. And I looked at him when he got back on the bus. I was like, I agree with what you said. You know, like that whole thing was a scam. Like that whole entire thing was not what they said it was. Mm -hmm. And he said, yeah, he said, smart people know that. And then as the bus started going, started uh, overhearing like the people next to me. And it was an older man he was talking to. A woman that actually I ended up meeting later on the bus ride who was a homeopath, which was really cool. She shared some cool stuff with me, but the uh, elderly man was just talking about how not a lot of people have got boosters and that it's specifically dangerous males to get the vaccine. And he started talking about, you know, the myocarditis and it was a really cool trip. But it was really cool to see that conversation out in the public. And also uh, a couple – and, you know, I was, like, one of the only, like, white people on the bus. And so it was really cool to see, um, you know, they say, like, you know, they all automatically – liberals, Democrats, they, all, they automatically want to think that they got the black vote and that they have the minority community. But mm-hmm. it was a lot of – pro-Trump people on the bus, and I'm not necessarily one way or the other. You know, I was never a Trump hater, but I was never a super big Trump fan, you know, kind of, I kind of just think my, oh, I have my own thoughts on it, but there were, like, other, uh, like, there were other black people on the bus that were, like, you know, when Donald Trump was in office, we were rich. And they were like, and then they threw him in jail and they just started talking about it. And it was, I just started laughing. I was, I could not, like, it was so funny. Like just how many cool people were on the bus and all the cool conversations. Super, it was super cool. It was like a field trip. Yeah, I I just, uh, yeah, I, I didn't have a good experience on the bus, so I'm good with that. Oh, you had some layovers? Uh, no, I just had a bunch of bad employees. Were you driving the bus? No, why would I drive a Greyhound? Oh, I don't know. You said a bunch of bad, uh, bad employees. I, I didn't know. There wasn't a lot of contact yeah. there. I was a little confused. No, that's all right. I, I was trying not to get into it. Okay. No, that's fine. All right. So what else do we want to get into here? So uh, I don't know if you followed any Tucker Carlson recently. I have not. I remember someone saying something about him and something that happened recently, but so much information and so many names and so many things shared. I can't remember what they said, but somebody had said something about he, something. Let's do this. I I have a Tucker Carlson where uh, he goes into George Floyd. And then after that, we're going to hit the phones. All right. It sounds good. All right, so this is what you missed while you were out last week. Now that we know uh, that it was not, in fact, a pandemic of the unvaccinated, now that we know that Ukraine is not actually winning the war against Russia, 
it could be time to revisit some of the other slogans we've been assured are true and ordered to repeat. Are they in fact true? Did, for example, a racist white cop actually murder a man called George Floyd, a civil rights leader, in Minneapolis on Memorial Day of 2020? Now, we've been told that that happened, told it relentlessly for more than three years. So at this point, we've been told it so much that pretty much everybody seems to believe it. And because everyone does kind of believe it, a small group of people has been allowed to make massive changes to American society. They include, but are not limited to, decriminalizing stealing, defunding the police, adding a new federal holiday to the calendar called Juneteenth, the ceasing of hiring all white men in corporate America, and of course, significantly, they also sent a cop called Derek Chauvin to prison for more than 40 years. He would be the racist white devil who murdered George Floyd. But the question is, did he actually murder George Floyd? And the answer is, well, no, he didn't murder George Floyd. And we're not guessing about that. We know it conclusively, thanks to a new court case now underway in Hennepin County, Minnesota. The case was brought by a prosecutor there called Amy Sweezy. She's suing her boss. So the case is not actually about George Floyd or Derek Chauvin, but it tells you an awful lot about both of them. In her deposition, which you should read, Amy Sweezy describes a conversation that she had with the county medical examiner, Andrew Baker, right after George Floyd died. Quote, I called Dr. Baker early that morning to tell him about the case and to ask him if he would perform the autopsy on Mr. Floyd. Sweezy recalls all this under oath in the deposition. Quote, he called me later in the day on that Tuesday and he told me that there were no medical findings that showed any injury to the vital structures of Mr. Floyd's neck. There were no medical indications of asphyxia or strangulation. Oh. In other words, George Floyd, according to the official autopsy, was not murdered. He died instead of what we used to call natural causes, which in his case would include decades of drug use, as well as the fatal concentration of fentanyl that was in his system on his final day. So this was not a killing. It was yet another narcotics OD in a country that courts more than 100,000 of them every year. The medical examiner clearly understood that and in fact articulated it. And Sweezy explains. He said to me, she recalls in the deposition, Amy, what happens when the actual evidence doesn't match up with the public narrative that everyone's already decided on? And then he said, quote, this is the kind of case that ends careers. In other words, Everyone lied about it from the very beginning. The people who knew the truth hid the truth and allowed the revolution to proceed. Now they've been exposed. Now we know the truth. What happens next? Well, they're going to ignore it. The Biden administration just issued a long purple statement celebrating George Floyd's birthday. He's a martyr. Despite the fact we know that he was not murdered. And by the way, Derek Chauvin is still languishing in jail for the rest of his life. So how do we respond to this? How do we respond to the truth once we have it? Well, Vince Everett Ellison seemed like a good man to ask. He's the author of Crime, Inc. He joins us now. Vince, thanks so much for coming on. So as with so many other stories, the oh, origin of, me, of COVID, oh, it's, it's a blessing to have you. Um, we now know what actually happened, but the question then is what do you do with that knowledge? We know that the U.S. government Tony Fauci worked with the Chinese to create the virus that overturned the American economy. But like, what do we do with that knowledge? What do we do with the knowledge that George Floyd was not actually strangled to death by a cop? We have to acknowledge the people that gave it to us and why. See, George Floyd is the Democratic Party's prototypical black man. 
These are the black men they are trying to create. So George Floyd has to be elevated. He has to be celebrated. He's perfect to them. He was poor. He was uneducated. He was a drug addict. He didn't have a job. He was, the, he was uh, uh, down there begging and, and, and crying and asking the white people to not kill him. To a Democrat, to a white Democrat, this is the perfect black man. So he has to be elevated. Look, not a, a few days ago, uh, Kamala Harris and uh, Joe Biden celebrated hip-hop music. They had a celebration of hip-hop. Hip-hop culture is America's culture. It is a genre. It is music and melody and rhyme. And hip-hop is also an ethos. A music genre that calls the black man the N-word, calls women the W-word and the B-word, uh, talks about misogyny, shooting police, um, uh, uh, smoking dope, selling dope, fighting, killing, acting the fool. They celebrated this genre. Why? Because this is how they see black America. They see us the same way they see George Floyd. And they have to make more of us because everywhere they rule, you know, John F. Kennedy stood in front of the um, uh, Berlin Wall in the 60s and said, if you think that communism is great, let them come to Berlin. Well, if you think that the Democratic Party is great, let them come to Detroit. Let them come to Chicago. Let them come to St. Louis. Let them come to L.A., Portland, Seattle, Memphis. Anywhere where they rule, you will see George Floyd all over the place. And they're proud of them. In Baltimore, Maryland, they spend $21,000 per child for, for, for every child up there in, in, inside the school district. Not one school is proficient in math, science, or reading. But they keep it going every year. Why? Because they're producing George Floyd. But and me, George Floyd votes for the Democratic Party. But why would, so when most of us, you, me, I think all normal people look at George Floyd's life, you think this is a disaster. This guy never added anything. He took a lot in prison at least eight times. I mean, his life was a tragedy at best. Why would you want more people like that? Because he votes for the Democrat Party. And then he teaches his children to vote for the Democrat Party. Uh, and then these white Democrats can feel superior to him. Yeah. He can be controlled by them. Just like, think about the old slave plantation, Tucker, back in the day. How they wanted their slaves to act. Subservient, obedient, ignorant, you know, uh, uh, doing what he was told. Not asking any questions. Uh, having a slave mind. Being dependent on them. This is how they want black men to be in America. This is how they want the whole black community to be. This is why uh, it started in the Civil Rights Movement. When Martin Luther King Jr. in his I Have a Green speech said, 100 years after the Emancipation Proclamation, the Negro is still not free. He said five times in that speech that we were not free. It turned the Declaration of Independence on its head because in our Declaration of Independence it said that our freedom was an unalienable right given us by God. John Locke in his second treatise of government said that an unalienable right is a right given from God. It is irrevocable, non-transferable, and, 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 and unsellable. The government cannot touch it. It supersedes law. It supersedes the Constitution. However, King said that we was coming to government and to the white man for our right to be free. Even at the end of the speech, he said, on some certain day we'll be free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we're free at last. He said in that speech, when will we be satisfied? He said, we will never be satisfied until justice rolls down like water and righteousness like a mighty stream. That's a fancy way of saying never. And so black people heard that speech, 
and said that we were not free here in America. And we make our children recite that speech every single year on King's birthday. And they say in that speech, the Negro is still not free. George Floyd was a slave in his mind. And the civil rights movement caused him to be a slave in his mind. And today they're still marching, 60 years later, telling black people, you're not free. Beg for reparations. Beg for affirmative action. Kill your children in the womb. Uh, cut off your, your, your child, you castrate your children. Let drag queens come into school and shake their behinds in your children's faces. Run God out of the public square. And then they end up like George Floyd. But the one thing they do consistently is they vote for the Democrat Party, and the places where George Floyd's live, they stay in absolute power. That's a, pretty, that's a pretty dark explanation. So you're saying that the Democratic Party as an organization intentionally degrades black, black people to keep them compliant and obedient. Oh, yes. In my book, Crime Inc., I talk about one of the main things they do, like the, like the mafia and organized crime, they humiliate black people. They demoralize them. It's a Marxist construct. They demoralize their people. They beat them down. They tell them that they're victims. Well, it was Martin Luther King Jr. that said, they tell you to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Well, how can you pull yourself up by your bootstraps when you're bootless? You know, he told us we were bootless. You know, you have black uh, uh, preachers, and, and you, heard, you know about my iron triangle, the black preacher, the black politician, the black civil rights worker. They go into the black community consistently. You're a victim. You're oppressed. The country hates you. Well, see, I look at them and I say, I'm a black man, but I cannot be oppressed. You know why? Because I'm a child of God. I'm an heir of Jesus Christ. I cannot be a victim. Why? Because I'm an heir of Jesus Christ. I'm a child of God. I cannot be a victim. See, they tell these people to go against their religion and their basic ideology because most black men say they're Christians, right? But then they walk around saying, I'm oppressed. I'm a victim. I'm afraid. 365 times in our Bible, they tell us to fear not. Yet they walk around saying they're afraid in, 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 in the United States of America. LeBron James said he's afraid. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said he's afraid. Kaepernick said he's afraid. Well, I'm a black man in America, and I'm not afraid of a damn thing. I don't ask for permission in my own house. America is my home. So as they walk around here crying, talking about I'm frightened, I'm afraid, I can't make it, please help me, I tell them they stink in my nostril. They're an affront to God. The flip side of white male intimidation during the civil rights was also black male cowardice. They laid down and let them beat them, slap them around, rape their wives and their children. Well, no, not me, never me. I'm a free man. I live in the United States of America. They say it's an honor to be that, it's, that there's white supremacy and that uh, 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 white people have some type of privilege. Well, as I said before, it is a privilege to be white, but it's also a privilege to be black, and it's a privilege to be an American. And it's really a privilege to be a Christian in the United States of America, the greatest country on the face of this earth. And they're not going to make a George Floyd out of me. I stand up strong. I look them in the eye. And I say, I'm a free man. My freedom comes from God. It's an unalienable right given to me by him. You cannot touch it. And if you try it, I got two things that will get you off of me. Jesus and my 38. Come try me out. <laughs> so... So the Democratic Party used BLM as a, as a domestic militia in the last presidential cycle, 2020, to defeat Donald yes. Trump. Do you expect something like that to happen again? Well, you see how they use the same tactics as Iran. Iran has Hezbollah and Hamas as their militias. And the Democratic Party uses BLM and Antifa as theirs, throwing yes. the rock and hiding the hand. Of course they're going to do it. They've always done it. Even at the beginning, they used the Ku Klux Klan. For, 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 the, for, for the military ring. 
Now they're using BLM, they're using Antifa, they're using NAACP, and they're their suicide bombers. They're their shock troops. They're their brown shirts. They're their street soldiers. And they're going to go out there, and I guarantee you, Tucker, they're going to they're gonna look over all the black-on-black violence. They're going to look over all the black men killing black men. They're going to look over all the snatching grabs and all the burning and all the fighting and looting and acting a fool. And they're going to find one crazy white cop that's going to do something to some crazy black man, and then they're going to try to burn this country down for it. That's their plan. That's their template. I hope America's ready for it because it's coming. And it always works for them. It always works because the, the press and everybody's just waiting. Oh, they're on, the, they're, on the, they're, they're on the starting line just waiting for it. And as soon as they find that golden kill, that golden kill, watch them go crazy with it. BLM is going to start getting their money from the Democrat Party because that's who they get it from. The same way that Hamas gets their money from Iran. The, 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 uh, BLM gets All right. Anyway, uh, that was Tucker Carlson. Let's go ahead and bring Pianchi in here. Pianchi, welcome in, sir. Thank you very much, sir. And eloquently spoken by that last gentleman. I think I've heard him several times. And also to your code. But, you know, I'm glad as heck that Tom Emmer decided to pull out. And who would vote for him anyway from Minnesota? Yeah, so I don't know if anybody knows his background. Adrian, did you follow this story today? Yes. Um, That was really good. Everything that he said and... That is the mess. That was I'm really passionate about um, going to black communities and talking to them about how you know the Democratic Party no, actually I, I doesn't meant have the, their uh, the speaker stuff today with Tom Emmer. No, I did not. No. So Tom Emmer's job before he went to Congress, he worked for George Soros. Yeah, and he voted to raise the debt ceiling. He voted to certify the 2020 election. Of course, as I said, he supported the debt ceiling agreement and the continuing resolution to fund the government. And he's the only one to have voted for the Respect for Marriage Act. And he even had some in MAGA factions, MAGA factions of Congress, of the GOP, who don't support him. Mm-hmm. So, no, he would have been a bad choice. And I don't know why come... These people think that they're going to be right back into a position of authority. They're no good. They're rotten. You got to get rid of these rotten people. Otherwise, you're going to be complaining from here on till eternity. No, why? Why would they think it's a good idea that that uh, that we need somebody that worked for George Soros to run the the Republican Party on the Congress side. No wonder why they didn't want Jim Jordan. Well, no, they're not for anybody that's going to be kicking butt. And see, here's another point, too. That's why I'm for having your Congress people and U.S. senators paid by the states that they represent. Then you could demand to see their taxes and and other accounting of the money that they receive. But once they get up there and in Congress, under the umbrella of the federal government, you coming from a state don't have any business asking him for that. 
you got to bring that stuff home. You got to hold your cards close to your chest. And the ones no good, throw them on the table so they can be gobbled up and put into the pits of abyss. These people are run away. They're trying to get themselves in position where they can damn near duplicate or mimic what Hunter Biden has done and 28 members of his family, so I understand, who's receiving money here and there, and they're just raping the United States. So anyway, uh, Adrian, so there were 27 people on the Republican side that said there's no way in the world they would ever consider Tom Emmer no negotiating uh, ever because he's a George Soros factor. Uh, so, so he dropped out. So now they have to pick new people again. Well, not only is he a George Soros factor, but you got a lot of prosecutors that's George Soros factors too. I believe that yeah. bar up there in New York, this Fannie Willis here in uh, Georgia, there in Georgia. Matter of fact, you had a lot of prosecutors that were receiving money from George Soros. I know the one St. Louis was, and she's no longer. They sent her a packing where she's back working at a hospital drawing blood. I can't believe that... that uh... Well, I could believe it, I guess. And if they were smart, they would go after They would try Jim Jordan again, or maybe they get Byron Donalds. Well, I like to see him try Byron Donalds. I think you would see a whole different perspective. And the Republican Party needs to start moving in that direction anyway. You show that they're open-eyed and fair. But the stuff that's going on with these rhinos, it's totally, totally wrong, and it's ridiculous. You got to get rid of these people. Here they taking votes in private, then all of a sudden, they, then they come out public and give a different. Well, who are the ones that voted in private for him? Those are things you want to know, so that you can remember these names next time elections come. Vote them out. That's why they voted in private. You're absolutely right. That's why I, that's the same thing they did on January 6th. It went in the basement and had a whole new Congress meeting and came up with what they came up with. It's about as phony as these charges that coming out of Fannie Willis. Where's the RICO charges? True, have you seen any? All I see is misdemeanor. No, not yet. And people are going by the advice of their attorney and settling rather than go through a long, lengthy expensive rigmarole. So where's the charges that she's supposed to have? The RICO charges. Good question. So anyway, I just wanted to put that out there. Because, I get, you know, people get fed up with this stuff, and the majority of people don't even know what the heck's going on. All they do is catch soundbites of this and that from this trifling news service who's got everybody 
everybody locked down with all these narratives and beliefs. And when the truth come out, as far and as far as there's a distance in between the lie and the truth, well, people forget every damn thing. Well, anyway, you guys can go ahead and carry on. Oh, uh, I'm uh, I'm loosely following the uh, the baseball game today. I don't know if you've been following it because I'm curious if the Diamondbacks make the World Series. I don't know. How's Vito? He didn't call in since that one time, but he uh, I, I gave V his information, and th- those two talked at length a couple days ago. So those two are longtime friends. They worked uh, well, they worked at the New York's pol- uh, police precinct together. Uh, well, once again, I hope everything works out fine for him. You know, he's a good person from the short time that I've had opportunity to listen to him. And interact with him. Yeah. Because I've always wondered what happened to critics, so I think about that a lot. Well, nobody knows as it stands right now. He just kind of disappeared off the face of the planet. No, I tried looking up uh, all the, uh, the death notices and stuff. His name's not on there. So, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Who are you guys talking about? A guy that was a friend of the show for like 12 years and all of a sudden he disappeared. Was he local to your state? Uh, he moved from Seattle to uh, to St. George, Utah. I met him once. Okay. But he was a former show host here, and he he made the rounds like Bianchi does, and he called into a few different shows, and he liked me a lot. I know that. <laughs> and he was very happy I came to go visit him. Oh yeah, that was really nice, nice, nice of you to do that. For your well, it was you an hour and forty-five minutes away. I figured might as well. Oh okay, so he was visiting your state. Yeah, I was visiting him, yeah. Yeah, we go to Utah sometimes. Okay. I haven't been, but I got a friend that she went over there on a vacation, and she drove through a couple of those states, and she's always telling me, you know, Adrian, like, Utah's so cool, and I don't know, Prue, Swangy, I, uh... The whole polygamist community thing, it's a huge turnoff for me going to the state of Utah ever since I watched that Escaping Polygamy. St. George is not the same as as Salt Lake City. So if you go to St. George, that was the fastest growing city of the 2010s in the United States. You wouldn't believe how all the conservative people that that used to live in California, they live in St. George now. Because they don't want to live in a big city like Vegas, and they still want to be within a a reasonable drive to Southern California. And there's a lot of health stuff there. There, There's maybe about 170,000 people there, maybe. 
in St. George, roughly. Anyway, we like going. Yeah, I've seen some nice pictures. I'm not sure. I'd, I'd really like to go to Arizona. Well, now's a good time of year. Yeah, with it cooling off. Yeah, it cools off real quick. Is that a state that you've spent a lot of time in or any time in? Oh, yeah, we go there. Like I was saying, I've been following this Diamondbacks game because I do card shows in Phoenix sometimes. Okay, nice. Yeah, there's all kinds of rallies there. There's a huge truth movement out there in Phoenix. There's a big group of people. I've spoken at events there before. Okay, good stuff. Yeah, we had actually somebody in our – at one of our – training there from Phoenix. Yeah. What kind of event Actually, do you speak at, Booth? What's that? What sort of events do you speak at there in uh, Arizona? Uh, let's see. I've done March Against Monsanto there when that was a big thing. Um, mm-hmm. During the, the COVIDs back in 2020, 2020 or 2021, I forget. But I, I've done a couple of speaking engagements there regarding our, our other group, Bare Faces Legal. And so I, I talked about the scams and all that stuff. So, yeah, I've done a few events out there. Phoenix is about four and a half hours from where I'm at. You ever been, Piaki? No, I have not. It's funny that there's conservatives all around the area, but Phoenix proper is Democrat. Well, that stands the reason. But if you go to Scottsdale or Gilbert or Chandler, oh, there's no way. Phoenix has a ton of suburbs. It's kind of like Southern California in that manner. There's just a ton of suburbs, one on top of another. Uh, And then Phoenix, of course, is the big city that that runs it all. It's nice, though. It's kind of a newer community. You don't see a lot of houses from the 1910s or anything. All right, who has something next? So I was listening so, on the previews for the show. Yeah. And you were promoting the, the, the produce. And uh, I remember saying that that is like the low-hanging – like, the, the lowest point of environmentalism is, like, food waste. And I thought that was a really good point to bring up and make. I like that a lot. 
Oh, yeah, that's uh, one of our affiliate uh, sponsor thingies, Imperfect Foods. So I'm not going to play it because it's a whole hour. But Vivek Ramaswamy and Alex Jones interviewed each other earlier. Nice. And it's kind of a kind of a nice to hear interview. So I like Ramaswamy. I just don't think that he's going to beat Trump. But he, uh, I think maybe in four years he's the future if he uh, if he wants it. Listening to him, he says the right things. Yeah, it's just that he's young, and and being a pharmaceutical CEO, uh, I'm not going to hold that against him necessarily, but he's not Trump, and I think he can learn. But he's uh, he's come a long way, though. Yeah, I'm a little suspect of anybody that has a pharma background that hasn't violent like verbally i don't want to say violently that hasn't verbally uh denounced the industry and the pharma yeah, but when you hear him like, talk he's like he's like listening to us kind of i i haven't seen a candidate that gets it like that so much so i, I can respect that but I need to see more. And uh, I, I yeah. this isn't his, this, uh, I don't think this election is his, but uh, I, I don't know if he knows that or not. But I want to see him try. I, I want to believe that he, that he would have a really strong case in 2028 if we get to have an election again. Who knows? If he was the vice president under Trump, he, he maybe can uh, can get his name out there. I don't know. But everything he says, I, I, I understand. I'm not saying he's my parrot or anything, but he says enough that, that I can respect him. And I, well, didn't, think, I didn't think I would say that six months ago. You know who else would probably make a, a damn good vice president if they wanted it? Wanted to go for it, but Harold, Sarah Huckabee, I liked it. Yeah, yeah her or Christy Noem or Carrie Lake, I think all three of them would be on the short list. The only other two I think would be Rand Paul or Ramaswamy. Well, I tell you, she's put some things in place in there in Arkansas that. Uh, Making it illegal to be using those terminology that fit woke. And I know one thing: yeah. if you ever in Arkansas, if you ever in Arkansas and just so happens the highway patrol turn their lights on you, you pull over as fast as you can and put both hands out the window. Don't try to run from them because they will they will perform they perform pitch pit maneuvers on motorcycles. Hmm. They just don't play. I've never spent time in Arkansas. Well, I drive through it coming down to uh, between Missouri and uh, Tennessee. Yeah. A little short ways. 
Most of the journey through is past old cotton fields. Well, they still they still raise cotton on it, but uh, they've been there for a long time. They do it the modern way now. Every now and then you see people stopping alongside the road, going over and grabbing some cotton. nice to see that she's cleaned up uh, Arkansas, though. Asa Hutchinson really, uh, he's not, I can't believe he's still in the race, to be honest, but I expect fairly soon here, within the next 30 days, I think you'll see the the Republican Party thinning out quite a bit. I think Pence is, go ahead. You got people in that party that's not true and steadfast in things that they should be. That's the no. problem. Yeah, Asa Hutchinson is there for ego purposes, as is Pence, and then Christie's there just to be an ass. Pence looked phony. Looked like a sly one. Yeah. He's like that glass of lemonade to make you frown. <laughs> I had a lot of hopes for Tim Scott. He seems like a nice guy, but when you play with globalists, then you, you get wiped off the scorecard. Ron DeSantis should tell you a little something about that. Well, you know, Tim Scott, uh, he's kind of soft. To see what Byron McDonald you're talking about, black Republican. I like Byron Donalds, yeah. I like him. Yeah. I like to see him uh, have opportunity to show what he can do. I just want someone that's not a globalist. I don't need somebody that agrees with me 100%. I just don't want someone with ties to, to the rhinos. Uh, I just want someone yeah, like a Byron Donalds. And let them try to say that Congress is full of racists when they got Byron Donalds up there. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's one reason I like to see the Republicans reach out to him. There's a lot of pro-Constitution American, black Americans, you just don't know about. And I think that that is a great point, and I'm glad that you said that. I think that it needs to be a primary initiative at the top of the list were conservatives, libertarians, to be out in the black communities and talking to people about their beliefs and the needs in the communities and trying to get people to get more um, in those communities. I think it's so important. Well, you know, one of the major things that I always talk about is is those, those young people aren't being educated, and they're not being they're not going through the process of seeing what they can do. They do it on the basketball court, and they do it on the football, and have combines, bring a bunch of kids out, have them run, jump, throw, see what they can do. 
Same thing in basketball. They don't do that in the schools. Every child, every person, every human being is born with an innate ability that needs to be discovered, that needs to be nurtured and developed. And all things should be supplied to that child to support that child in their development. We need very smart people in order to carry this country forward into the future. And we can't be dependent on others. It was a time around the world they were happy to get a hold of something made in America. That was an organization that was selling Levi's to people over in the third, into the communist bloc, what was former Soviet Union. You had people who were selling cases of Coca-Cola. They had a website where people would make contact each other and do bank-to-banks and to make sure everything was legit. And they wanted car parts. Can you imagine that? They wanted car parts. They couldn't even get car parts. Heck, a pair of Levi's was like gold. Everybody wanted a pair of Levi's with the rivets. Yeah, back uh, I don't know how old you are, Pianchi, but I'm 51. Levi's was the business when when I was in school. Guess just was coming out. The other choices were basically Lee and Wrangler. Yeah, Levi's was. Oh, Bugle Boy came out when I was like towards the end of my high school. Yeah, those kind of like some designer. My grandson went out and bought some shirts yesterday for work. <laughs> he came back in and said, how you like these, Papa? And he said, and they made in America, too. <laughs> so those are things you got to instill into your young people, your children, early. Get them into the habit. My grandfather taught me early on what a picket line was and told me, do not cross. So likewise, I taught mine. So I hear people complain all the time about how things are not going, how this is so terrible. Yet still, when it comes time to spend money, you support the very entities that you complain about, the ones that's behind one way or another. I know there's far reach in the supplies today. It's hard to get away from a certain uh, negative that you want to get away from the every damn place. But you got to be more cognizant in the things that you do. Because in some cases, you're exploiting the very thing that's trying to kill you or make life bad for you. It's just sad, though, to me, Pianchi, that with all the money these globalists have and they feel that the best that they can offer is a world war and and kill everybody so they can have more. Well, it's profiteering. A lot of money in wars on both sides. Always have been. And you can go back as far as you want. 
someone's always willing to lend money to buy a better weapon, a better bow, a better arrow, a better club. It's crazy, though, to me, because uh, what's the difference with Bill Gates? What can he do with $507 million that he can't do? Well, what is it? Let me put it this way. What is it that he can't do with $562 billion that he needs $600 billion for? Well, you know, the thing that worries me, it don't worry me, but I'm concerned is him buying up a lot of farmland. I don't know why he's doing it. If you're going to buy up the farm, then I don't know. I mean, that don't make any sense. Like you just said, what, are you going to try to be a profiteer, a land bearer? Mm-hmm. It's just like Buffett bought up all the oil tankers, the railroad oil tankers, when they was uh, drilling in that out in North Dakota. And bought up other cars to the point where the whole uh, uh, soil, whereas farmers didn't have any way to get the wheat to market in those areas. Look what the housing was. Uh, One night at a Holiday Inn was 200 and some odd dollars. One guy opened up a donut shop, he became a millionaire. Coffee and donut. I can't believe donuts, uh, a dozen donuts is like $30 a dozen now. Oh, my goodness. You mean to tell me that's true? What is it, a Winchell's a Krispy Kreme? Uh, I haven't been to one of them in a while. I'm just talking about um, we have Dunkin' Donuts out here, but um, there's another chain out west called Pink Box. And that's what they go for. Yeah, I remember when donuts was a nickel apiece. Uh, I don't mind paying four or five dollars a dozen, but twenty nine ninety nine, I don't think so. The last time I bought six donuts, it cost me like twelve or fourteen dollars. Yeah, that's, that's about uh, right. Krispy Kreme. Hell, and, they, and, and as soon as you put them in your mouth, they dissolve. <laughs> yeah, you haven't had donuts this whole year so far. Yeah, you donuts can't get is something I, I absolutely had to give up earlier this year. Oh, a donut? Actually, you know what? I have some in my freezer. Thanks for reminding me. Because I saw something on uh, on YouTube, and I've been I've been watching several doctors talk about this. How true it is that if you buy carbs, like uh, if you cook pasta or or rice, or you buy donuts or bread and you freeze it, and then after a few days you take it out and then you put it in your toaster oven and heat it up, that the sugar content is, is about 80% less. 
Well, you need to acquire a tablespoon of white calcium. The the glycemic on that, for some reason, when it turns frozen and then gets gets heated up again, because just taking it out of the freezer and eating it, that won't uh, that won't really help the glycemic level. But if you heat it up, the, then the the glycemic is low for some reason. Yeah, get, uh, you need to acquire a taste for White Castles. I I have White I've had White Castle. I I don't mind them. Belly Bombers is what. Don't forget, I'm originally known. from New York. I know White Castle. We have White Castle out here. There's like five locations, I think. What's the cheapest you ever seen in White Castle? I remember when they were six cents a piece. <laughs> uh, I remember when they were like 19 cents or something like that, less than a quarter. Yeah. White Castle, A&W, Root Beer, Footlong. There in St. Louis is a A&W Root Beer. On King's Highway, across the way where uh, Red Fox stayed, in Sanford and Slim. Okay. Yeah, we had uh, we had AMW out here. We have a few locations. I haven't been there in a long time, but I, I I've been there. And further down, I think uh, Esther had showed on Red Fox. I think. She, Either her or her sister was in the neighborhood. Okay. Yeah, Adrian, I don't know if you like crystals or not, but I I cannot get into crystals. No, actually, oh, I used to work at one when I was about 16 or so, and oh, my gosh, ew. I... I never liked it anyway. The only thing I would really eat, you know, I have eaten their sliders before, but it's very strange meat to me. It's very scary and terrifying to me <laughs> personally. Uh, the little crystal chicks, I would eat those sometimes. Uh, I thought it was okay that they had wall fries, not like Chick-fil-A's fries at all, but, you know, I just that kind of scarred me a little bit working there. Yeah, I went to Crystals for the first time in 2018 when I visited Where family in Jacksonville, it? and I was not impressed. Not at all. Yeah, when I lived in Jacksonville from 94 to 97, I never went to Crystals. So I had to go when I visited family, and I just I wasn't feeling it at all. No, honestly, the meat is terrifying. It's like the, like when I think about the word mystery meat, I think about the crystal sliders. <laughs> that is so disgusting. That is true. It's like they got the meat that McDonald's said no thank you to. Yeah, I mean, it's just thin. It's got a weird color. I mean, just to let our audience know, when they're cooking it in the back, they – presser down on it and that's what heats it up and cooks it. like 
I, I just, I, I can't. It's terrifying. Yeah, I, I don't like, uh, there's three burgers that, uh, and I'm not even talking about the GMO content. I'm just talking about uh, taste-wise. And I don't know which one is worse than any other, but Crystal's, McGMO, and, and GMO King are the, the, the worst of the, of the three. Oh, I do not eat Burger King. No, and I, Sonic is just barely above that. Sonic yeah, has and, great and size. To... Sonic has has decent uh, iced tea and and stuff like that. If you like ocean water, but their food, their burgers just are weak. <laughs> yeah. Hell, Burger King used to have pretty nice. I know they used to have good fish. They used to call them a, a whaler. I yeah, remember the whalers. I remember yeah, the whalers. Yeah. Yeah, you took, took took two hands to hold it. Oh, you're made, you made me think of Rodney Allen Rippy there for a second on the Jack in the Box commercials. Yep, whalers was pretty good. Yeah, but something happened to them in the early 90s, I guess, and they, they, they've just sucked ever since then. But I've never liked Burger King, even as a kid. How about the Hardee's? Did you have it? What was that other burger? Uh, well, Tiger Carl's burger. Jr. is the West Coast equivalent. They had another one called Tiger Burger. Oh, I don't Charles know them. Royal. Tiger Burger, Hardee's, they were char broad. Yeah. We're getting a Whataburger out here. Some casino is going to have it by the end of the year. And then we're also getting Bojangles. Yeah, Bojangles in, in Atlanta. They're pretty good. Yeah, I'm a bit of a health freak, but I do thoroughly enjoy every once in a while a Bojangles Cajun chicken biscuit. It's a bow. Yeah, I don't want you guys thinking I eat fast food every day. I'm I'm just uh, this is just from many decades of being on the road. Well, you know, nowadays but, you go buy a sack of fast foods, pay about fifteen, eighteen dollars. You go to pick the bag up, you tear your rotator's cord. It's so light in your shoulder. Oh, it's just crazy that I, I can take my wife to uh, to Five Guys and, and a, a meal for two is $40, and that's fast food. Yeah. I was looking at a Hershey bar in the store. Hell, it's down to about the size of a stick of gum. <laughs> Hershey almonds is about the size it's just a little bit bigger than the size of a stick of gum. Same oh, it's the size and of even fun gum, size bars. Yeah, and even the even the gum has been cut down. Hmm. Reduce the quantity and raise the price. That's called stagnation. A Snicker bar is two seventy nine. 
They would remember those was like a dime or something. No, if I remember right, the regular Snickers size was one ninety nine, and the King size was was like two sixty nine just recently. So oh my maybe it's the King size, but I remember. I'm with you, Pianchi. I remember the regular size candy bars being thirty cents, and then the King size was like fifty nine cents. And that's like maybe 1990. All right, it's the bottom of the ninth right now. Bottom of the ninth, the Diamondbacks are beating the Phillies four to two, and the Phillies have three more outs or else they don't go to the World Series. Just wanted to share. Hell, we used to get uh, Velvet Freeze ice cream, a quart, and a hand pack was 49 cents. Hmm. Them days gone, man. Shoot, I'll take pre-2019 prices. I'm okay with that. I don't need my Five Guys burgers to be 59 cents, but $13.99 for one burger, and then your drink is $4, and then... And then by the time you share fries, it, it's just it, it's just crazy. You can get a cheaper burger than that at one of the Greyhound stations that I was dropped off at, and it was actually a pretty good burger, honestly. Yeah. Hmm. Bacon shake. By the time they got through pressing their burgers. The patty, you can see through it. <laughs> we have steak and shake out here. There, there, there's one location I like, and then there's like three others that I don't. I would love for there to be a revolution, and I've thought about this. You know, I would love to just, and I don't want to necessarily do it, but. I would love to just like draft up business plans for, you know, some American, some or anyone really living here just to freaking make like fast food, like drive through quote, fast food, like, but in a healthy way, like healthy fat, quote, fast food drive through Oh, we got places out here. I don't know if they have them where you're at, but they, there's a place called Salad to Go. No, I've never heard of that. About $20 a pound? Uh, I don't know exactly. I'm sure they have pre-made salads, but uh, it's just a salad drive-through. Yeah, I'm not a big chicken guy at all, but just seeing the price of some of these chicken buckets, I just can't believe they get away with this. Like $36 for a bucket of chicken? Oh, my goodness. You got to be kidding me. Yeah, I can't do it. For people to start processing their own meat or getting it from someone who does. Well, you know, you could go to a a rancher and you tell them you want to buy well, he's going to sell the whole thing. You have to get somebody to go with you to take a half. 
Yeah. Or a quarter. Yeah. And you could get that pretty good. You probably get a half beef about four hundred dollars. Somewhere around in there. Yeah, I was actually just talking to somebody about that last night. Yeah, the beef weigh about twelve hundred, and by the time they dress it, you probably have you're gonna lose about a third of that. And you got to get a butcher to process it, slaughter it and process it. Yeah. Have your have everything right. Your steaks big as you want. Your your roast as large as you want. Your your ground beef as lean as you want. Yeah, I we used to. I, I'm just thankful we don't have to talk about Israel versus Gaza for three hours. Because I'm downright getting bored of that. I just want to do something other than talk about war and the lack of, of Republican leadership. So I, I'm good talking about this for the rest of the show. I don't care. Oh, yeah. I don't... I- all I want to say to that comment, proof, is that, you know, I had the unfortunate privilege of uh, seeing John Bolton in person over oh. over the past week and a half or so. And, uh, you know, I mean, respectfully people were lining up to take photos with him and I actually got up to go to the restroom and I, you could not pay me enough to take a photo with some of these quote conservatives as they are neo conservatives. And the only conservative talking point they even have is the free market, but they, all they talk about is the increase in the defense budget. And it's honestly infuriating, but yeah, I agree. The same things over and over. And that's why I just don't like anybody that, that's uh, – I, I like Ramaswamy and, of course, Trump, but everybody else on those debate stages are talking about how they want to bomb everybody. And uh, that, that's not what we should be about. Yeah, absolutely not. Bombing people is not conservative, and we need to acknowledge that fact. It's not conserving anything. And it's definitely not progressive. Well, that's how we got in a lot of problems we in today with Britain going around the world flying its flags on everybody's land. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a greed of people. People are greedy. They want to control. I don't know. I just don't see what people get out of war, except uh, everybody like Raytheon and Lockheed Martin. They're they're all making bank. That that's all it is, just consolidating money. People that promote it, you know, it's like Mr. Krabs. You guys remember him, or you guys watched him? You know, money, 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 money. Oh, I, I understand. Is- I have kids. I know yeah. SpongeBob. They, they're Mr. Krabs, like. Those politicians that are promoting war, um, it's not just for a base, you know, especially, especially former ambassadors such as John Bolton, 
you know, yeah. who's written books about how we need to be in war and on guard. Or be, I, I mean, I, like you said earlier, proof it is the government. It's not the people. Like, you know, there are Russians protesting. They don't want war, you, you know. And then there are Ukrainians. I'm sure none of those Ukrainians want to be displaced over there. I'm sure the Palestinian people would just like running water. Well, people need to kick these politicians out. That's what a big problem. They, you know, they just don't walk in there by themselves. They go through an election yeah. process where people vote for them all the time, over and over and over again. People ain't hurting enough. No, I've said that a lot. It doesn't hurt enough. They're not starving. Look at the size of some Americans. Yeah, look at the size of some Americans. They're not starving. <laughs> well, they're starving for nutrients. They, they, they're getting food, but they're, they're eating off the $2 menu. Yeah, you're right. You know, I think that before, yeah. and while we're on this topic of freedom and food and, you know, health, and I think that, the, like, you know, like a sick people, they are not going to, they're not going to rally. They're not going to, you know what I mean? Like, and people that don't know who they are, too, like, like you know, people that go to the dollar menu, I think that a lot of the issue with obesity, and I don't, I'm not sure if you uh, gentlemen would agree with me, um, if you identify as that, you know, sorry to assume your gender, but... Um, yeah, I think that a lot of people, you know, they overeat for a comfort thing, and they just don't know who they are, or they don't, you know, there's there's something deeper that's got to go on with the people before we're going to see any kind of serious, massive change within our government, like health-wise, and just their inner being, like who they are, like, that's going to have to be kind of found out, and kind of quick. Oh, it's a it's official now. It's the Rangers versus the Diamondbacks for the World Series. It's over. So no Dodgers, no Atlanta. No, that's that's it. The Diamondbacks just beat the Phillies right now. So that was Game Seven. So they're going to play the Texas Rangers. I think none of the George Bush Texas Rangers, is it? Yeah, I remember when he used to own the team. At least it's different teams. Uh, It's just not fun seeing the same teams all the time win. So at least it's different. All right, so what's next here to talk about? All right, we've discussed Emmer, so I'm not interested in him anymore. Um, Let's see. You know, we really never see anything about Kamala. I I can't tell you the last time I saw a news thing about her, people even sharing anything about her on Facebook. What is she doing? 
she's she's hiding, I guess. She's someplace in a dark corner giggling. <laughs> so so uh the Republicans had another closed door meeting and uh now they want Mike Johnson from Louisiana to be the uh the speaker. Well, I tell you what, I think we're safer with somebody from down south than somebody all the way up in Minnesota. Especially after what I heard about what's going on in Minnesota. Maybe we can get one of the the moms, the Minnesota moms that come on the show, Prue. Like, I heard some stuff going on over there. Policies recently. So I tell you, it didn't take the Somalis. It didn't take the Somalis learn long how to, to be how to be corrupt with uh, mm-hmm. the child. The uh, child, what do you call those things? You bring your child to daycares. <clears throat> they reported that some of the women would show up at a daycare with a, with a stretch van full of kids, walk them in, they sign up, then. They come out, get in the van, drive to another location, then another location. Can They're you tell me off. more about that? What What is it? Can you Can you kind of elaborate? Well, what they was doing is ripping the system off. You get paid for the number of daycare. You get paid with a government stipend for the number of kids that you have. So what they were doing is putting kids in a stretch in a stretch van and dropping them off. They go in and sign up, come out, get in the van, go to another location. As if they were there all day long. Hmm. So they were ripping off the system. Wow, it's kind of creative. And honestly, I didn't know about that some states did that. The state that I worked at a daycare in, it certainly was not by how many kids you had or I mean maybe it was going in the director's pocket but you know we're I think we're making under 11 an hour yeah and sometimes we would be completely out of the state ratio but I didn't know that that was a thing yeah google it Somali Minnesota Somali and daycare uh fraud and you can't say Omar didn't know about it. So, so people, uh, I was I was going to tell you about Mike Johnson. He has a Liberty score of uh, of seventy four percent. So he scores at least average. So everybody says his voting record seems okay. So we he need might get in. Gonna, we need people that's going to say no. Hell no. Right. 
that's like Chris Christie. I remember when he first ran in 2016, and people asked him what is uh, what is his biggest thing he can offer, and he said, "Well, I'm really good with working with Democrats." Uh, yeah, I don't think we need that. Yeah, why don't you go be a Democrat if you're bragging about wearing them, or if you're if you're uh, if you if you want to be one of them, then then go be one of them. You don't uh, you don't have to say you want to work with them. Well, when you say you want to work with them, you're basically saying I'm willing to compromise. And when you're willing to right. compromise, when you get up from the table, you have less than what you had when you sat at the table. And that's ridiculous. And that's the same attitude people need to have, I mean, governors need to have with the courts. Need to be prepared to say, hell no, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. Democrats do that to us, so why can't we do that back? Tell the courts that you're not going to do it. You think it's unconstitutional. That's how uh, that's how Democrats act, though. That remember, that's what McCarthy said when Democrats said no. Uh, so we're going to scrap it. It's like, well, you get in there and go stand up for yourself. All right, let's see. What else is there here? Pianchi, would you would you ever run for an office? Not at this age. I'd probably get assassinated. <laughs> it wouldn't Why? I'd probably there get assassinated. There are people probably older than you that can't even read or speak a sentence. Well, look at that. You got a point there. <laughs> Oh, what's that? Looking at Joe Biden, you got a point there. Yeah, I mean, you're never too old. As long as you're confident, coherent, you're not too old. All right. If there's nothing else here, I'm going to go ahead and call it a night here. Yeah, I don't okay, have anything Bruce. serious. Neither do I, so uh, let's see, tomorrow is Wednesday. So I guess yeah, we, Joanne uh, already will be with me, so we're not going to miss that. There's no getting out early yeah. tomorrow. Absolutely. She always got something to talk about. I talk right. to you guys later and be safe, please. All right, thank you. All you right, too. I'm going to get out you. of here. Thank you, Adrian, for being here, and we'll uh, – We'll uh, have you on next week as always here. So yeah, I'll talk about it and, uh, and get this going now. Please support the other shows on the network. It's not just the proof negative show, but until tomorrow, hold on to the handrail. Keep hope alive. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. 
I am proof negative and I am oot. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.